0: Welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. I'm Taylor.
1: This week we are talking about the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. That sounded like a um a Disneyland ride attendant kind of. I don't know if I have <laughs> Disneyland on the brain.
0: Um, but that's welcome what it to the Lord of the Rings. Please keep your arms you sound and like, legs in the ride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it sounds like them announcing, like, um, Fantasmic will be starting soon. <laughs> exactly. <in> 15 minutes.
1: <laughs> uh, that's fun. Yeah, it should be fun. We are recording this kind of late because... I literally just finished the show like an hour ago, <laughs> and then I had to have Jordan explain everything to me, so it'll be a fun time, this podcast.
0: <sighs> I was saying to Taylor how we haven't watched a show that and had pretty different ex- watching experiences, viewing experiences in a while, so I think it'll be fun and interesting to discuss. Yeah, for sure.
1: But first, we have TV news, and... I'm going to be selfish and beat Jordan to the punch on this one because I'm just so anxious and excited about it. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> um, Severance is in production and they have started filming and it is the best news. And they also announced some new cast members and it is so thrilling. Aaliyah Shotcat, which is just like, I'm shook already. So brilliant um Gwendolyn Christie from Game of Thrones Brienne of Tarth love her also Merritt Weaver that's the girl I from also- that one show that we didn't like right run
0: yes but I but I like her in a lot of other things yeah so I'm still excited and then
1: also Bob Balaban is that how you say his name yeah I
0: don't know if I saw him. Oh my gosh, he's in it wow. too! Wow, 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 wow. Um, this reminds me that you need to watch Best in Show. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Eventually, it's been I'll on my mind. <laughs> um, I um, Aaliyah Shawkat is such a good addition because, um. She's so creepy in search party. Mm -hmm. She's so capable of of such creepiness. And I don't think everyone knows that because not enough people have watched search party. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be surprised and maybe she'll finally get an Emmy nomination. (gasps) That would be incredible. Fabulous news. Well, that opens me up to give this other amazing piece of news and shocking, but great is that girls five Eva is moving over to Netflix for their third season. So no more peacock. Thank We're moving to Netflix, and I'm shocked that, um, like the show's being rewarded like that. I felt like it didn't really feel like everyone cared, and they care, and I'm just happy. I'm happy for all the girls, especially Busy Phillips. Going to get that Netflix cash. It's um, pretty crazy that like Peacock did cancel it, I guess, and then Netflix came
1: in and saved oh. it. Which I, I didn't know that. Yeah, wow. so like it was canceled. Um. And it made me miss the back in the day when busy was even more open on her Instagram stories about stuff, because like I had no idea that this was even going on Mm-mm. and we would have no. known like she would three years ago. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, I'm excited. And I hope that means that season two is going to be on Netflix so that I can watch it because I never got to watching it on Peacock.
0: I didn't want to admit to that, but yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Speaking of Peacock, <laughs> I think we've talked, may have talked about this before, but they like released a little tra- teaser for it. Um, but Ryan Johnson and Natasha Leon's murder mystery series called Poker Face is being released January 26th and it has so many good people in it. AKA Natasha Leon, Adrian Brody, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Whoa, uh, yeah. Those are the names I know, and Charles Melton.
0: <laughs> oh, is he from Riverdale? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny because his name sounds like an old gentleman, but yeah, it's actually it does. like this hot young guy from Riverdale. Yeah. So, I had to work through that mentally. It's fun. This is more Netflix news that I I've never watched The Witcher, but Liam Hemsworth is replacing Henry Cavill, and that's. People are shook. And include, I am too, even though I've never watched The Witcher, I am I am surprised Henry Cavill's leaving because I think he's very popular on that show. Yes, and I'm fair. surprised that of all people, it's going to be Liam Hemsworth. I need to text my brother and ask him his opinions. He's a big Witcher head. So.
1: I meant to bring this up amongst my Witcher head co-workers today, and I totally forgot. Hey, yeah. <laughs> and I also, I'm glad you brought it up because I wanted to talk to you about it. Because when I saw it, I was with a bunch of people who don't care. And I was like, I know that Jordan also doesn't watch this show, but like, we care about the news of cared. this show because it's hilarious. Like, I didn't yeah. know that they could just change the lead from Henry Cavill to Liam Hemsworth in the middle, like in season four. Like, that doesn't really make any sense. And just no. seems so funny and wild. And
0: now that we're saying that too, I'm almost like, why didn't they get Chris Hemsworth? That seems like kind of a more equal swap because- Chris Hemsworth and Henry Cavill are, like, the biggest muscle guys in Hollywood <laughs> besides, like, The Rock.
1: Yeah, I'm kind and of so sad, I, though, because, like, I like Liam's... I, I, I'm i a Liam girly
0: over... Yes. Well, I, that's actually... Chris. I wanted to talk to you about that, because I know you're a Liam girly. Normally, Chris, I mean, I'm, like, afraid of bodies that look like Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Not to body shame, but they scare me. Like, I don't think that's natural. <laughs> and... I but I love Chris Hemsworth because he's like just kind of a goof, you silly, know? goofy, and it's it's like confusing to my brain that he looks like that and he's like silly, yeah. And Liam's not as silly, but maybe
1: he is. They're brothers, maybe you know. He
0: is. He they dated not, Miley got, at like peak I Miley. Know, it's so true. He's got he's silly, I guess, but. You know, it's probably all stems from me being Team PETA in Hunger Games. It 100% does. And I I was Team PETA, too. But that really surprises me because PETA has such short king energy.
1: I was just in love with Liam because of the last song.
0: Oh. It all comes... It yeah. all comes, Which it comes I know through.
1: you haven't watched yet. I think we've talked about this before and it's my dream come true for you to watch that <laughs> movie.
0: <laughs> I'll watch it sometime. I'll watch it sometime. But I think I know that someone I love maybe dies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say. Um. Anyway. To be continued once I TV watch it. <laughs> see,
1: um, maybe um, we'll start a whole new podcast, Patreon episodes strictly talking about the <laughs> witcher without actually watching about watching the witcher <laughs> sounds fun
0: seriously i mean hey people like it i maybe maybe one of these days i'll i'll get through my other higher prioritized shows and and get to it you know yeah i might like it so i like i sometimes i end up liking stuff like that that yeah you seem to like a little bit spin. more
1: miss or fantasy stuff more than me sometimes yeah.
0: Hmm. That's not a, a little, little foreshadowing.
1: foreshadowing, or maybe it is. Hmm. I don't know.
0: But it the funny. I think it's just funny because it is like literally Henry Cavill is like the name of the show, the main character, and yeah, it's like they suddenly recast Eleven on Stranger Things. It something. just doesn't make sense. It's cra- it's so weird. Oh,
1: something else I'm really excited about is Matt Rogers of Las Culturistas and um. That Showtime show that we watched. Oh, what was it called? I love that for you.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. um, not AKA, a good title. Not a good <laughs> not, title. It
1: really isn't. I try to bring him up, apparently, every episode of this podcast. But <laughs> I actually have a, n- a good reason this time. And it's because he's, uh has a comedy special coming out on Showtime. And Bo and Yang is going to be featured. And it's like a Christmas special. Have you heard of Christmas which is actually so funny. Like, <laughs> have you heard of it? <laughs> I love it already. He was
0: just born to do that. He's, he's honestly like, um, is this weird to say he's like a male Meyer Rudolph? Like, hey, he should host literally everything and yeah. voice of an angel. And you just want to hug him. Mm hmm.
1: And just, like, anything he's in, I'm in.
0: Yeah. I like it. Kind of weird, but it's late. The nighttime Girl Meets Show episodes. Girl Meets Show after dark. <laughs> and you never know what <laughs> things we're going to say, and that's just how it is. That's beautiful. Um, this is, um, I never saw the movie Sausage Party. Did you ever watch that? Seth Rogen You know, cartoon? I never did. Talking hot dogs, having sex with hot dog buns.
1: It didn't sound really right at my alley me. though, so
0: I'm saying like, uh, <laughs> I, I would probably like. I didn't it want it now. to ruin. I don't want to ruin hot dogs for me because I love hot <laughs> dogs. Um. Well, they're making a TV show of it, um, for Amazon Prime, and it has like the full original cast: Seth Rogen, Kristen Wiig, Michael Sarah, um, Bernard from Santa Claus, <laughs> and more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sam Richardson, Natasha Rothwell. Mm-hmm
1: yeah so uh, did, did you say it's on Amazon, on Prime yeah okay interesting very interesting um they announced that Yahya Abdul-Mateen is going to lead a Disney Plus series for Marvel's Wonder Man and mm-hmm. if it has Yahya Abdul-Mateen I think I'm in even if it's Marvel
0: we love him never heard of Wonder Man seems um Wonder Woman is DC so they've always got to have confused. a male
1: counterpart.
0: And I'm also realizing that Marvel really does not I know they kind of they're starting to add more diversity, but they're pretty much like the white man superheroes, you know? Mm-hmm. And so kudos for continuing to diversify. Yeah. They announced that the new season of Doctor Who which stars Our favorite, favorite boy from sex education in cutie Nagatwa, he, so his new season of Doctor Who is going to be on Disney Plus now. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And uh, like all future seasons apparently are going to be on Disney Plus. So I thought that was very interesting. That is,
1: that is very interesting. Interesting indeed. How many times can (laughs)
0: we say interesting? (laughs) I don't, I don't watch, I've never watched Doctor Who. I've seen like one episode and um. (laughs) Can't really say much else, but
1: <laughs> apparently an another show I would probably love.
0: <laughs> well, I'm I'm interested in the fact that, um, like that's, it's, uh, it's British TV. And so for Disney plus to like swoop in and have those rights, it's just, it's interesting <laughs> <laughs> that it is. <laughs>
1: <sighs> um, Kristen miliotti is joining the Colin Farrell, uh, spin-off series that uh titled the batman which is like the penguin stories anyway i'm just excited that even though her show was canceled that we love at least hbo max is keeping it in the family and hired her on for another project
0: Mm -hmm. she should be in everything she would be good in severance she would be good in severance just a thought for those people out there the powers (laughs) that be jesse williams um from Grey's anatomy and more Is going to be in the new season of Only Murders in the Building. Yay. Okay.
1: I had that bookmarked and I must have lost it because I forgot. And
0: I'm intrigued. I cannot picture it. You know what? That show, I love it. It does need more eye candy. It's true. For us. Like, we were talking about how good Steve Martin looks. So I think we need more (laughs) younger hotties.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sooner or later, we're going to be saying Martin Short is our crush of the week. (laughs) (sighs) Huh. <sighs> that is kind of funny. I wonder if Martin Short and Steve Martin are like kind of offended that they added Paul <laughs> Rudd and <laughs> Jesse Williams. <laughs> Good-looking men of all generations.
0: <laughs> it's great.
1: My last piece of news, again a peacock news, but I just found it really interesting. They're creating a Friday the 13th prequel series. They're just like isn't a lot of like uh horror TV series? I Mm -hmm. feel like it's more like up and coming. Like, Haunting of Hill House was kind of the first one. I know there's one on Showtime right now based off of uh, Let the Right One In, I think. Um, But again, no one really watches Showtime. And no one that I know really watches Peacock. But I'm intrigued and just think it's funny Mm -hmm. that there's a prequel prequel series to Friday the
0: 13th. Yeah. The other news was interesting. This is intriguing. Yeah, this is titled Intriguing. Yes. um, It's funny that we are talking about Peacock so much, because my next piece of news is from Peacock also, and it is that the Hallmark channel is going to be on Peacock now, <laughs> like all the Christmas movies. And I was Hallmark, like, okay, wow. that's actually huge for a lot of people, because Hallmark is like notoriously hard to watch, because jo- I, can't I can't find it. People
1: probably don't know this, but Jordan usually hosts an annual Hallmark Christmas party. And it's co-host. always, like, such a struggle to, like, find the movies. And, like, you have to, like, sign mm-hmm. up for a thing and then a thing and then, wow, so that's great. And Sarah yeah. Ramos is in a Hallmark Christmas movie and now I can watch it.
0: Mm-hmm. And I just want to clarify, my usual, um, per- my part of hosting it is, like, having it at my apartment. <laughs> my co-host, <laughs> Amelia, does all of the other work. So shout out to you, Amelia, if you're listening to this because you watched <laughs> Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. I couldn't let that just sit there. <laughs>
1: Honestly, that was really nice of you because I feel like so many people are like, oh my gosh, thank you for the shout out on the podcast. But I always try to like never name people by name. and people. I know. Like, I was like,
0: I need to this time.
1: <laughs> they, like they're like, no, I want you to name me by my name. And I'm like, I don't know about that. So, so that funny. would You're meant like, a but lot. your
0: privacy <laughs>
1: <laughs> um uh, i do have one last piece so of news funny. that funny. i forgot. oh well i
0: wasn't finished oh go ahead because one more thing speaking of sarah ramos oh i found i found out that news from her tweet and i'm dying because um she had quote tweeted it and hallmark channel verified account replied to her and said we are excited for this unique opportunity to reach a new audience and bring our linear networks to Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she's like, you dummies, only, I work for you. <laughs> I'm only seeing that right now. And it's really funny, especially that it's to her of all people. Like yeah. the most, um, uh, what? I don't even know how to describe her. Sarcastic is along the right path. Like she yeah. makes fun of stuff like that all the time. And it's just, like, this bot well, response. She has, so like,
1: tried to, like, uncover the Hollywood secrets in, like, a comedic way.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so that is just, like, an added... That's really funny.
0: Anyway, yeah, that was really cracking me up.
1: Oh, there's a Vision TV show. So, aka a spinoff of WandaVision in the works with the wanda vision head writer did we talk about this already um and paul bettany will be returning as vision for disney plus great it kind of seems um a little weird that we were like so excited to have like a female-led marvel series and then she's like dead ish and now we are like really this was just a vehicle to have another series about a man
0: a white man (laughs) i don't know yeah um well I thought Paul Bettany was great in WandaVision, but Wanda was the really interesting part. So. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I have attitude to think a little bit about it, but I just probably won't. I probably won't watch it. I haven't even watched She-Hulk yet. So. It has and that is about a woman. It, <laughs> it is. <laughs> has she in the title.
1: Um, Moving on to our top three. Our top three today is inspired by... Lord of the Rings aka everyone knows so it has some of the most gorgeous scenery on the whole planet and is uh filmed in New Zealand and so many people travel to New Zealand to like see the sets in the hobbit homes and is that already am I already offending the Lord of the Rings heads probably let's just get that I out don't of the think
0: way so <laughs> well there's a um, on flight of the concords one of the things that is a joke is that literally everyone's like oh New Zealand oh I love Lord of the Rings and there's (laughs) Will Forte's in an episode and he's like New Zealand Frodo the ring and he's like well don't let me bore you with all my knowledge of New Zealand (laughs) (laughs) and that's what that reminds me of just now don't let me don't let me bore you of all my knowledge of Lord of the Rings
1: (laughs) it's true and it's funny because it's true
0: it is but so for our
1: top three, we are ranking our top three places we'd like to travel to based off of T V shows. So Jordan, where are you where are you traveling?
0: Um, first I would like to go visit the grounds of Downton Abbey.
1: Ooh, that's a good one.
0: Um and you actually can visit Downton Abbey the House. Um at least you used to, pre COVID. And um it's just beautiful English countryside I want to like walk in that beautiful beautiful house Mm -hmm. palace not sure what it is but just very like it just seems so like scenic and peaceful yeah
1: like the uh the intro song is playing in my mind right now and it's just like exactly
0: (laughs) yes exactly
1: my number three is something that we've kind of already done actually but I want to visit it um as it is in the movie is dylan texas i would love to go to an actual mm. game i want to go to that football game and see that coach yeah. coach you know mm-hmm. but we had gone Morgan's to austin out texas on the <laughs> yeah and we did visit the high school that dylan dylan high east what's it called
0: in real life or in the show in the show oh yeah it's just dylan high
1: okay that's what i thought
0: In the later seasons, I think it has to be East Dillon and West Dillon. Okay,
1: yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I was kind of right in both ways, and I'm kind of impressed. You
0: actually were. Good job.
1: Yeah. And I would love to go go to the, like, diner drive-in place that they all eat at. Yeah. Very my vibe. It's perfect.
0: Mine is Paris, but specifically Paris and Emily in Paris, because (laughs) in Emily in Paris it's like kind of a small town <laughs> i feel like you just like run into the same people over and over and it's like everyone knows everyone else like all these kind of coincidentally you know like i don't know it just feels like it, it's paris but it's this fantasy land paris where like it's, it's just like paris but it's actually colors. like riverdale yeah, really. <laughs> That's actually the best way to like describe that show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. Um, who would be your tour guide? Who'd be your preferred tour guide?
0: Obviously, Alfie. <laughs> okay. Team Alfie for life. <laughs> Just testing. Even though you. he's actually English.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's why your answer was wrong.
0: <laughs> hmm. Well, my feelings were right. <laughs> your answer was incorrect (laughs) what do you want
1: (laughs) um okay my number two I said Dragonstone from Game of Thrones slash House of the Dragon Mm. even when they go there in Game of Thrones I was like I want to go here I just love that black rock it's like so cool
0: I remember you saying that back in the day too
1: yeah like I've stood by that
0: you prefer Dragonstone yeah
1: I went to a very similar place that I honestly wouldn't be surprised and I should fact check this probably, but I won't. Um, I went to a place in Iceland that was like very Dragonstone-esque and looked very similar.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I bet it was. I, I bet you looked looked they used either, some but of it. I bet it was.
1: <laughs> I know they filmed in Iceland for parts, so.
0: Wow. And I bet, I bet it is.
1: And I love their throne. And I would love to sit in it.
0: I would way rather sit on that throne than the actual Iron Throne. Oh, yeah. The Iron mean, Throne is grody. In House of the Dragon... The king's always poking himself
1: on all the, <laughs> the swords. King, the king may have actually died from something he got caught.
0: Like, yeah, he had infections
1: kind of up the wazoo, so.
0: Yeah. I, well, and now that I say that, I really liked that that was in the show because that's realistic. If you're sitting on this throne of <laughs> swords, you're going to get poked. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not comfy. <laughs> How should so I get poked? I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Hot D. <laughs> um okay my number one i said um the white lotus because i want to go to a beautiful resort Yeah. either one season one or two i don't care about all the shenanigans going on i want to be at a great beautiful resort and hotel yeah i was thinking about
1: Beach. that too because it's not like the shenanigans aren't like if you're like a good hotel guest then you won't have to really deal with the shenanigans the shenanigans aren't exactly. like it's, the hotel is haunted or anything so
0: yeah I'll just keep to myself, enjoy my vacation. And I am jealous
1: you. that you've watched the first episode. I have yet to have a chance to do
0: that, so I'm very jealous. <gasps> You're gonna love it. I'm not. I am intrigued. I'm intrigued to know where it's where it's gonna go. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched the like kind of trailer afterwards that like is kind of showing a lot more of where the season is gonna go, but I'm still just very hmm, intrigued.
1: Hmm. Intrigued. Hmm. this episode is brought to you by the letter i (laughs) (laughs) exactly okay my number one is i said the baking tent on great british bake-off because i'm so intrigued by that tent how do they have so much power how is everything so cute how does everything run Mm -hmm. what size does it feel like actually um Mm -hmm. But
0: sometimes it's too hot that all their food melts or vice versa. Like they can't, it does not have
1: controlled temperature apparently. Mm -mm. And like they do those aerial shots and I like can't really see a ton of like generators and stuff like that. And it looks like it's in literally the middle of nowhere. So
0: that's a really good point. Like they should actually make a Black Mirror episode that's like spoofing it. And it's like (laughs) you're cut off from the rest of the world and like you're trapped there. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Wow, that's a great answer, too, because I didn't think of that as, like, a location. But it is.
1: It is. It's great. On to Lord of the Rings, uh, Rings of Power. I don't think we'll get into the nitty-gritty here because, A, I'll sound like an absolute idiot. B, (laughs) there's just way too much to even go into that it would be maybe as long as the series itself. So... Overall feelings how did you feel about this show Jordan?
0: I liked it and I I was actually surprised at how much I liked it because I don't know I was just kind of hesitant I was worried that um, without the characters that I love in the movies Lord of the Rings like would I be able to get into the show Mm -hmm. and the first two episodes didn't really grab me I was kind of like watching it for the podcast you know which like that happens a lot sometimes with the shows we watch but then like once it got going I was like oh I actually am like enjoying this like it didn't feel like hard work like slogging through the episodes and I actually was kind of like oh I like I care what's gonna happen next which is always a good sign (laughs) (laughs) um but the first two were hard I think so much of it was like trying to get you up to speed with like a lot of information that honestly most of it didn't really sink in of like kind of um history setting um and so I think what maybe helped me was kind of just being like okay I just have to kind of let go of trying to understand everything that's like the all the details of what's going on and just Mm -hmm. like take what's being given to me in this moment and see where it goes and I started enjoying it a lot
1: I like that I don't think I could say I liked it. I think I was pretty bored a lot of the time. I think I would have liked it, honestly, if I were, like, watching it with friends. Like, I think that's how Mm. I like my Lord of the Rings. I like watching it with a group of people. And, like, it's, like, the camaraderie. And, like, people can, like, explain things to me as I'm watching it. Because I have a lot of questions while I'm watching it. And it honestly kind of made me feel dumb. And... um uh yeah I called myself dumb and it made me go dumb (laughs) oh no
0: well I was gonna say I it really I feel like um it is I think it requires a lot of the viewer and I think sometimes too much um I ended up enjoying it but I don't really have a lot of I don't have a deep knowledge of Tolkien and um I remember, I've seen the movies, like, I've seen the movies quite a bit. So I could, I could, like, kind of place what was going on, you know, like, the mm-hmm. gist. But I think that this show, I I think it's, and I mean, as I'm saying this, I'm sure there's people that maybe don't feel like they probably really, maybe there are people that really enjoyed it that haven't read, like, all the Lord of the Rings books and know all of these references, but, like, from, like, at the start of the show. Mm-hmm. But I think that it I think it does kind of. It felt like a show that required a lot of context, and I I did feel pretty lost a lot of the time. Like I'm still kind of trying to place what I was that I was enjoying about it. But I think I think it I think it is kind of like a, a show that is like kind of requires some work. Like you really do have to pay attention, and in a different way. I think because I I felt that way about House of the Dragon also. And like it's not that I think that. These two, I think these two shows are pretty different, but it's hard not to compare them when they're both prequels of a very, very popular franchise and they're both books and they're both fantasy. I do think that this, in comparison to House of the Dragon, I think it required a little extra effort to understand, like that. I think maybe is polarizing to the audiences, and I think that's kind of why. I don't think as many people are talking about this as compared to House of the Dragon because I think House of the Dragon is just slightly more um, accessible Mm -hmm. because um, I think a lot of it is more like politics and royal succession slash bloodline storylines, which like even if I don't know every single thing about like Targaryen family history, I recognize stories about royal bloodlines you know and Mm -hmm. lord of the rings the the plot lines are very like lord of the rings specific and so for me sometimes i was like well i don't understand why everyone hates the elves and like all (laughs) these things i was like i'll just have to kind of go along with this you know and so i don't get all the intricacies and histories there um so i think i've i bet a lot of people had a similar reaction
1: yeah, I because I would classify myself as, like, I like Lord of the Rings. I've probably watched all yeah. of them at least five times through, like, all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do have, like, a weird association with it because, like, I dated this. I couldn't stop thinking about this while I was watching it. In every episode, <laughs> it reminded me of this. In high school, I dated oh, this no. guy <laughs> whose family loved Lord of the Rings so much they had this gigantic map of Middle Earth. Above their couch in their living room. And, like, whoa! most of our dating history was us, was him, like, showing me Lord of the Rings. And so I have this, I already have this, like, weird association with Lord of the Rings. And I've also kind of been, like, I've probably talked about this on the podcast before. But I have this problem where, like, if I don't know everything about it, I feel like I can't, like, say I like it. I have the same problem with Star Mm. Wars. And I had it with Game of Thrones, too, where it's, like, um... If I don't like fully make it my whole personality, like am I allowed to still say like I like this thing? Because a lot of the a lot of times there's not a lot of room for that. But I think there should be. So I'm being vulnerable mm-hmm. by talking about it right here, right now. But like I think a lot of the problems I have are like, um, I already have a really hard time with like memorizing like names. Like even watching Grey's Anatomy is hard because and their names are like Derek and Meredith. We're like <laughs> In this show, I have a hard time even knowing, like, who they're talking about because their names are, like, Hall, Brandon, Galadriel. And, like, I will never remember those names. And same with, like... You got those right, though. I have them written in my notes for this reason (laughs) because I needed to reference the fact that I don't know the names. And, like, same with, like, there are, like, how, how many different storylines are there? Are there, like, six or seven, like, different, like areas that are of focus. Maybe there's like less than that, but it seems like it was a lot. And so mm-hmm. there were I a had lot, a yeah. hard time following that. Where like in House of the Dragon, it's get starts off and it's really all happening in like one area. Um and like there are a couple mm-hmm. different like islands and like other like places to keep track of. Um But we already have had the, like, Game of Thrones background to, like, help us. And also in Game of Thrones, I feel like um, something I mentioned to Jordan is that I feel like we got, like, episodes that had, like, a really heavy focus on, like, one um, area or, like, one family. Where on this episode, it kind of, this show, it felt like we were focusing on all of the several different people every single episode so we only got little bits of bits and pieces every episode instead of like a developed storyline in one episode so i had a harder time like connecting with any characters and kind of knowing who i should even be rooting for or what their actual Mm -hmm. main goal is
0: i think that's a really good point well you said a lot of good i because like i think something we talked about the characters i felt like the most connected to were the dwarves like that dwarf couple. Mm -hmm. Like he's a prince. That's again. I mean, I didn't know the names. I know here are the names. I know. Gladriel. Um, Sauron. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Elrond because they're in the movies. And so everyone else, it was hot elf. Well, I did call Elrond the dorky elf too. So uh, he kind of is both. And, um, the hot son, <laughs> <laughs> the dad, <laughs> the queen, like I, I don't know their names and, um, I knew who they were. Like I knew what they were doing, but I don't know their names. It was too yeah. hard. And that's also, I mean, a lot of the characters in house of the dragon, I knew more character names than that, but the kids names, I, I don't know their names. Their names are eyepatch and brunette, you know? <laughs> so that's, true. that's the thing. Um, Oh, sorry. So what I was going to say though, the prince, the dwarf prince and his wife. I felt like I got a lot of personality out of them. I felt connected to them. I could see their like emotional motivations for things. Yeah. And then and I'm thinking too about some of the other plot lines as you're saying that, like how many things are going on. Also like I I could I could feel connected to Galadriel like we kind of she has a very clear goal. She's she's looking to get Sauron. So like yes. that that was clear. But like the elves, like that's that the elf bosses that like keep sending Elrond to the dwarves and stuff. I was like, I don't really, I don't know. They sound, they seemed bad. Like I thought they seemed evil. I thought they seemed evil
1: (laughs) too. So I would that imagine my confusion.
0: (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. So I totally, I totally get what you're saying. Um, and yet I still like, I still was having fun. I, um, especially as things, I think as. They set I think the hardest parts for me of the series were the beginning when they're setting the scenes so much and I was kind of like, okay, scene setting is always kind of like boring to me some like most of the time. And so once things finally started happening, like the not the hobbits but aren't hobbits, like when they were finally kind of like you see more things with like that the tall scraggly guy, you know, the giant. Yeah. (laughs) When more things were happening, like when, like the plot started to like progressing more, I was like, okay, I'm invested. I like what's happening. And I, I'm in for season two. Like I'll, I'll watch it. And I I liked where the, the season ended, but I think it was really hard when they were, they were throwing so many details, setting all the scenes of all these lands and um, creatures and things going on that. It took me a bit to get into it. So that was kind of, that's, that was where my struggles were. Yeah. I, I honestly,
1: I don't know. I don't know if I'll get into a season two unless it is like, uh, something I watch with friends or like, maybe they add some more people that I'm like, oh, I love this person Mm, or actors um, you
0: actually know and stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, cause even I, I will say, I feel like I'm talking extremely negatively about it. I didn't hate it. I just like wasn't in love with it and it felt more of like watching of a chore and like, uh, in the end, like I, I did think that the final, like the last few episodes were a lot better than the first few and like I was more invested and into them and I feel like they mm-hmm. didn't look as cheesy as they did in the beginning. That was the other thing. I felt like the first few episodes mm. especially looked, like, cheesy. Like, one of my notes is, like, this feels like a Disney live-action version of Lord of the Rings.
0: Burn, but <laughs> valid. I actually, I, I think it's kind of wild that I think the movies visually hold up better. I, I agree. I think the, the movies from, like, 2001... I think looked better than the first episodes of this. I thought yeah. it got a little grungier. I think as it went on, like as the characters are like kind of like in on j- more journeys and like in mm-hmm. peril and stuff. And I was like, oh, it's like looks. It's like has kind of a more tangible feel to me. Yeah, I agree. And I liked the first
1: it few more. episodes, I felt like I was kind of distracted because it looked like they were it to me. It looked like they were like at Disneyland, like on a set, like <laughs> which props like disneyland makes you feel like you're like in another world so like it's not saying it's Mm -hmm. bad it just looked like it was like freshly painted and like the costumes were freshly pressed and like didn't look like they're people that spend most of their days outside doing labor kind of thing Mm -hmm. so yeah but yeah it was still pretty and interesting to watch yeah i didn't hate it i just think i am not I don't know if I'm not... It's not that I'm not smart enough. It's that I needed to put forth more more work to understand it that I wasn't willing to do. So it's yeah. on me. I'll take the blame.
0: Well, and not everything is for everyone either. It's not. You know? One thing I wanted to add that I thought was interesting was that... Because, like, Lord of the Rings are, fa- like, family-friendly. Like, there's constant battles, but they're not very violent, you know? Mm-hmm. And sometimes the show was like that and then other times suddenly it would be like a very violent scene like a close-up of like someone breaking someone's bones and i was like whoa what like i felt like the show maybe wanted to kind of have that edge you know as though it's like an hbo lord of the rings show Mm -hmm. and i think they should i think they should back it up like i'm not anti-violence but i felt like it kind of So it's, like, took me out of it so much that I think that it's, like, you can still... Because Lord of the Rings movies, they have, like, evil characters and they're... We know the stakes. We know that they're evil. But it's not really... It's, like, without extreme violence, you know? Mm hmm And so I think that the show should kind of choose a side almost. Either, like, lean in more and, like, go for the edge you're looking for. But I don't really think that would fit the show. I think they should pull it back a little bit because um I think a lot of people are watching it because they kind of maybe want like kind of a like a series that is kind of that fantasy Game of Thrones vibes, but they don't want the graphicness of Game of Thrones,
1: you know? Yeah, and like Lord of the Rings was PG thirteen, right? So like Mm -hmm. yeah it has a family uh vibe already. And yeah, I think Mm -hmm. that's a really good point because that my last note was just that I really had a hard time with the vibes. Like I couldn't really pick up on like what vibes I was supposed to be picking up on. Cause Lord of the Rings is like a kind of silly and like um, just like about it, like an adventure. And this was kind of more serious and um, Mm -hmm. kind of lacked that, like this is a fun adventure where things go wrong kind of vibe. And so I was just like, I don't really know where, where, what I'm supposed to be like thinking here. So, I think if they leaned into the more family friendly of it all, I would have liked it a little bit better too. So, I think that's a great point.
0: It's, yeah, it's interesting. I think, um, I was reading like a recap, which was really helpful. I mean, that was another thing. I had to read some recaps to be like, okay, what? Like, I think I missed some important thing and I need, um, a recapper who knows what's going on better than me. Like I kind of needed some help. And one of them was saying like the movies, the movies were just like kind of like all the stars aligned and they, cause I guess before those movies came out, everyone was like, Oh, Tolkien stuff is impossible to adapt. Like it's never going to translate well to movies or anything. Mm-hmm. And then like Peter Jackson did it and everyone loves them. They still are amazing. They're like a perfect trilogy. And, um, and watching the show, I think the show is really good and I think they did a good job, but it is like, there's so much stuff in the show. Like, I'm like, wow, this is, it's hard. And I don't, it's probably all really important. So it's, I, I, they probably like edited a lot of details out, you know? And so it's just like overstuffed at some points, you know? Yeah. Literally the episodes are all over an hour. I was wondering, I was wondering if um, – and I don't know how I, – I don't know what my answer is, but I was wondering if this maybe would be – would have fit a movie better. I mean, I know they're going to have, like, a lot of seasons, so probably not. But there's just something, like, every episode did feel so cinematic, which is a good thing. But I wonder if, like you're saying, like, it was hard to connect to each character. I wonder if doing, like, a series of movies on Prime of – new lord of the rings movies yeah i just wonder if i just wonder if that would have translated differently i don't know
1: or cut your episodes up to be a little bit shorter and have like a regular 10 episodes season as opposed to eight or something
0: yeah that's true too yeah
1: all right who's your crush of the week
0: i'm gonna give the crush to the character who i have to look up his name who i refer to as hot elf (laughs) (laughs) um a Deer. Played by Ismael Cruz Cordova, which is the, uh, this brings me into high praise for the show is that it's very diverse, which all the racists hated because they didn't want to see any other races, but white in their Lord of the Rings content. But I thought all the diversity was perfect. I thought, I didn't think it was distracting in any way. I thought it was awesome. And I will also add that there was also body diversity, even for women in this Mm -hmm. show which i also really liked and appreciated and you don't really get to see like um big people having like a fun cute loving relationship in shows very often without it being like the whole like their whole plot of like look Mm -hmm. how
1: fun this person is having and this person still loves them even though they are fat
0: yeah exactly I know it's so annoying that it's like hard to say the word fat but yeah it's just a description but um in this they were like my favorite characters on the whole show and I loved their relationship and it wasn't a punchline it was Mm -mm. really lovely and yeah yeah but yeah I thought he was really hot and um was I I well that wasn't a thing I really I was also invested in his relationship with um the character who I call the milf (laughs) (laughs) i don't know her name either i need Um, you to like make a chart i should i really should with all your it's like those memes where they ask like their grandparents like what's the name of this singer that's me watching rings of power (laughs)
1: um well my crush of the week is i think who you referred to earlier as the sun um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. his character's name is isildur Iseldor. Isildur. <laughs> I don't speak their language.
0: Um And you shouldn't have to, you know? I shouldn't. No
1: one's, no one's forcing you to. But he he's played by Maxim Baldry. And guess how guess what year he was born in? Oh
0: no. Um I mean I assume it's pretty young. I'm gonna say ninety six. Wow, you're spot on. Really? Um, yeah, it's ninety six. Well, I'm kind of sad at sad. I Body. know it is kind so, of sad. So that's what he's—he's twenty he's six. Yeah, he's cute though. Very interesting look.
1: He's really cute. I really liked him. I wanted more scenes with him because I thought he was really good.
0: Yeah, I. That's the thing. I feel like um, that's like kind of like I am excited for season two because I think there were like the seedlings of some really interesting dynamics between characters like him trying to prove himself to his dad and stuff i was like oh yeah i want to see that but then it's like they have so many other plots that we have to kind of abandon that for a bit to go to other stuff you know yeah exactly but i i am definitely intrigued enough to watch the next season and i understand if someone drops off you know i get it we'll see we shall see yeah, we but should as of right
1: that. now I need some time <laughs>
0: <laughs> if it comes you set it free and if it comes back it's meant to be
1: exactly all right well thank you all for listening and we'll h- catch you next week bye bye